0: Greetings, friends. It's July 2nd. We are just one day away from our halfway point in our one-year Bible tour. My name is David McAdam, pastor and Bible teacher at New Life Community Church in Concord, Massachusetts, and I'm delighted to serve as your host as we offer this one-year Bible tour guide daily podcast. We are continuing our Old Testament reading from the Second Book of Kings and the New Testament Book of the Acts of the Apostles, and today marks an important milestone in our Bible reading. Today we come to the end of the Book of Psalms, the grand finale of Psalm 150, when the psalmist pulls out all the stops calling for symphonic praise. And tomorrow we will start our second time through the Book of Psalms. I am sure that if you hear a song that you like, you will want to listen to it more than once and I'm sure that your appreciation for these heart cries from the Bible's song and prayer book will mean even more to you the next time around than they did the first. Each day, in addition to reading the next portion from the Old and New Testaments, we give a brief recap highlighting the important observations that you don't want to miss. The Apostles of the New Testament often refer to the events of the Old Testament as they preach the good news of Jesus Christ, as it provides important context and examples. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians, reminds those who were for the most part not from Jewish backgrounds that the examples of Israel's spiritual transgression into idolatry is recorded for our instruction so that we would not crave the evil things that they also craved. In 1 Corinthians 10, verse 6, Both the northern and southern kingdoms were guilty of turning away from wholehearted devotion to the one true God and were suffering the consequences. We have already read of the fall of the northern kingdom of Israel to the Assyrians and we will see the setup for the fall of the southern kingdom of Judah to the Babylonians. Let's read with humble and teachable hearts so that we might learn from the mistakes made by God's people in the past. Second Kings chapter 20 is where we pick up our reading from the Old Testament. Second Kings chapter 20 verse 1. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Hezekiah's illness and recovery. Second Kings chapter 20 verse 1. In those days Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die, you shall not recover. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Now, O Lord, please remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart, and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. And before isaiah had gone out of the middle court the word of the lord came to him turn back and say to hezekiah the leader of my people thus says the lord the god of david your father i have heard your prayer i have seen your tears behold i will heal you on the third day you shall go up to the house of the lord and i will add fifteen years to your life i will deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of assyria And I will defend this city for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. And Isaiah said, Bring a cake of figs, and let them take and lay it on the boil, that he may recover. And Hezekiah said to Isaiah, What shall be the sign that the Lord will heal me, and that I shall go up to the house of the Lord on the third day? And Isaiah said, This shall be the sign to you from the Lord, that the Lord will do the thing that he has promised. Shall the shadow go forward ten steps, or go back ten steps? And Hezekiah answered, It is an easy thing for the shadow to lengthen ten steps. Rather, let the shadow go back ten steps. And Isaiah the prophet called to the Lord, and he brought the shadow back ten steps, by which it had gone down on the steps of Ahaz. Hezekiah and the Babylonian Envoys At that time Merodach Baladan, the son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent envoys with letters and a present to Hezekiah, for he heard that Hezekiah had been sick. And Hezekiah welcomed them, and he showed them all his treasure-house, the silver, the gold, the spices, the precious oil, his armory, all that was found in his storehouses. There was nothing in his house or in all his realm that Hezekiah did not show them. Then Isaiah the prophet came to king Hezekiah and said to him, What did these men say? And from where did they come to you and hezekiah said they have come from a far country from babylon he said what have they seen in your house and hezekiah answered they have seen all that is in my house there is nothing in my storehouses that i did not show them then isaiah said to hezekiah hear the word of the lord Behold, the days are coming, when all that is in your house, and that which your fathers have stored up till this day, shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, says the Lord, and some of your own sons, who will come from you, whom you will father, shall be taken away, and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, The word of the Lord that you have spoken is good, for he thought, why not if there will be peace and security in my days the rest of the deeds of Hezekiah and all his might and how he made the pool and the conduit and brought water into the city are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah and Hezekiah slept with his fathers and Manasseh his son reigned in his place chapter 21 Manasseh reigns in Judah Manasseh was 12 years old when he began to reign And he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hephzibah. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to the despicable practices of the nations whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. For he rebuilt the high places that Hezekiah his father had destroyed, and he erected altars for Baal and made an Asherah, as Ahab king of Israel had done, and worshipped all the hosts of heaven and served them. And he built altars in the house of the lord of which the lord had said in jerusalem will i put my name and he built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the lord and he burned his son as an offering and used fortune telling and omens and dealt with mediums and with necromancers he did much evil in the sight of the lord provoking him to anger and the carved image of asherah that he had made he set in the house of which the Lord said to David and to Solomon his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. And I will not cause the feet of Israel to wander any more out of the land that I gave to their fathers. If only they will be careful to do according to all that I have commanded them and according to all the law that my servant Moses commanded them. But they did not listen and Manasseh led them astray to do more evil than the nations had done, whom the Lord destroyed before the people of Israel. Manasseh's idolatry denounced. And the Lord said by his servants the prophets, Because Manasseh king of Judah has committed these abominations, and has done things more evil than all the Amorites did who were before him, and has made Judah also to sin with his idols, therefore thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing upon Jerusalem and Judah such disaster that the ears of everyone who hears of it will tingle, and I will stretch over Jerusalem the measuring line of Samaria, and the plumb line of the house of Ahab, and I will wipe Jerusalem as one wipes a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down and I will forsake the remnant of my heritage, and give them into the hand of their enemies, and they shall become a prey and a spoil to all their enemies, because they have done what is evil in my sight, and have provoked me to anger since the day their fathers came out of Egypt, even to this day. Moreover Manasseh shed very much innocent blood, till he had filled Jerusalem from one end to the other besides the sin that he made Judah to sin, so that they did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh and all that he did, and the sin that he committed, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Manasseh slept with his fathers, and was buried in the garden of his house, in the garden of Uzzah, and Ammon his son reigned in his place. Ammon reigns in Judah. Ammon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Meshulameth, the daughter of Haruz of Jotbah, And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, as Manasseh his father had done. He walked in all the way in which his father walked, and served the idols that his father served and worshipped them. He abandoned the Lord, the God of his fathers, and did not walk in the way of the Lord. And the servants of Ammon conspired against him, and put the king to death in his house. But the people of the land struck down all those who had conspired against king Ammon, and the people of the land made Josiah his son king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Ammon that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And he was buried in his tomb in the garden of Uzzah, and Josiah his son reigned in his place. Chapter 22 Josiah reigns in Judah. Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned thirty-one years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jedidah, the daughter of Adiah of Bozkoth. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, and walked in all the way of David his father, and he did not turn aside to the right or to the left. And this concludes our reading of today's portion from the Old Testament, the book of 2 Kings. And now, as is our custom, let's take a moment to recap and reflect. In 701 B.C., Hezekiah became deathly ill. Isaiah the prophet visits him to tell him to get his house in order because he is about to die. We don't know the cause of his illness, but it happened at the time of Sennacherib's invasion of Jerusalem. Hezekiah responded to this bad news by turning his face to the wall and asking the Lord to extend his life weeping bitterly in prayer. You can learn more about Hezekiah's prayer as Hezekiah reflects upon his memory of it in Isaiah chapter 38 verses 9 through 20. He reminds the Lord of his earnest devotion to him. 2nd Chronicles chapter 32 tells us that Hezekiah's heart was lifted up with pride in 2nd Chronicles chapter 32 verse 25. The prophet Isaiah was on his way out in the middle court of the palace when the Lord instructs him to go back and let Hezekiah know that he has heard Hezekiah's prayer and seen his tears and gives him a threefold promise. Number one, he would heal him physically adding fifteen years to his life. Number two, he would go up to the temple of the Lord on the third day. Number three, he would be delivered from the attempts of the king of Assyria to take the city of Jerusalem. This the Lord would do not for Hezekiah's sake, but for his own sake and for the sake of his promise to David. The Lord mercifully brought healing to Hezekiah through ordained means. He instructed that figs be applied to the boil. God uses various prescribed means to bring healing, including medicine, but ultimately He is the one who provides the healing the Lord graciously provided a sign to confirm that He would fulfill His promise by causing the sundial to go back ten steps. Egyptian sundials were made in the form of miniature staircases arranged in such a way that the movement of the shadows would reflect the time of day. We are told that the sundial of Ahaz went ten degrees backward. We do not understand how it all worked out, but Hezekiah recognized this as a sign nothing short of a miracle and it was done in such a way that the celestial system was held intact the scriptures record that hezekiah did humble his heart hezekiah humbled the pride of his heart both he and the inhabitants of jerusalem so that the wrath of the lord did not come on them in the days of hezekiah second chronicles chapter 32 verse 26 however the fifteen extra years added to hezekiah's life would bring heartbreak both to Hezekiah and to his country. If Hezekiah's son, Manasseh, was twelve years old when he became king, according to Second Kings chapter 21, verse 1, then he was conceived in the extended years granted to Hezekiah. Manasseh was unsurpassed in wickedness as a king. And although God was true to his promise to keep the Assyrians from destroying Jerusalem, Hezekiah would learn that his foolish pride exposed all the treasures of his palace to the Babylonians, who would eventually come and take it away. He is told that some of his descendants would become eunuchs, castrated servants taken captive to Babylon. Manasseh's sins are recorded in Second Kings chapter 21. He was an enthusiastic promoter of blasphemous idolatry. He sacrificed his own son in the fire as an offering to Chemosh he put the Asherah pole as an object of worship in the temple. Moreover, Manasseh shed very much innocent blood until he had filled Jerusalem from one end to another, besides his sin with which he made Judah to sin in doing evil in the sight of the Lord, Second Kings chapter 21 verse 16. We also read this about Manasseh's sin in Second Kings 21 verses 10 through 12. Now the Lord spoke through his servants the prophets, saying, Because Manasseh, king of Judah, has done these abominations, having done wickedly more than all the Amorites did who were before him, and has also made Judah sin with his idols, therefore thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing such calamity on Jerusalem and Judah, that whoever hears of it, both his ears will tingle. And in Second Chronicles chapter 33 verses 9 and 10 we read, Thus Manasseh misled Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to do more evil than the nations whom the Lord destroyed before the sons of Israel. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they paid no attention. The writer of 2 Kings does not tell us the story of Manasseh's eventual repentance, but it can be found in 2 Chronicles chapter 33, verses 11-13 through 13 and verse 19. When he, that is Manasseh, prayed to him, that is the Lord, he, the Lord, was moved by his entreaty, and heard his supplication, and brought him again to Jerusalem to his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord was God. Manasseh is taken away by the Assyrians to Babylon as a prisoner, eventually humbling himself, putting away his pride, in Second Chronicles chapter 33, verse 12. God mercifully brings him back to Jerusalem, where he repents of his idolatry and removes the foreign gods from the temple attempting to undo the damage that he had done. This is an example of God's infinite mercy and forgiveness. Manasseh reigns for 55 years and is succeeded by his son, Ammon, who becomes king at the age of 22 and does that which is evil in the eyes of the Lord, personally succumbing to idolatry and promoting it. He is assassinated by his officials, who in turn are assassinated by the people of the land. Josiah Ammon's son is made king at the tender age of eight. Our reading concludes with this good report of King Josiah. He did what was right in the sight of the Lord and walked in all the way of his father David, nor did he turn aside to the right or to the left. 2 Kings chapter 22 verse 2. Now we go to the next stop on our Bible tour to the New Testament book of the Acts of the Apostles chapter 21 21 beginning with verse 17 and reading through to verse 36. On the following day, Paul went in with us to James, and all the elders were present. After greeting them, he related one by one the things that God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. And when they heard it, they glorified God, and they said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands there are among the Jews of those who have believed. They are all zealous for the law, Thus all will know that there is nothing in what they have been told about you, but that you yourself also live in observance of the law. But for the Gentiles who have believed, we have sent a letter with our judgment that they should abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols and from blood, and from what has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. Then Paul took the men, and the next day he purified himself along with them, and went into the temple giving notice when the days of purification would be fulfilled and the offering presented for each one of them. Paul arrested in the temple. When the seven days were almost completed, the Jews from Asia, seeing him in the temple, stirred up the whole crowd and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who is teaching everyone everywhere against the people and the law and this place he was actually carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the crowd for the mob of the people followed crying out away with him and this is the end of our reading from today's portion in the new testament the book of acts when paul arrives in jerusalem he submits himself to the leadership of the local church james the half-brother of jesus is the predominant leader as we saw in acts chapter 15 James informs Paul of the tensions they are facing in Jerusalem, with people maligning the Christian movement as being anti-Jewish, rather than the fulfillment of the Jewish promise. James tells Paul that there are four men in the congregation who are making a voluntary vow at the temple. Paul agrees to join them, not because Christians are obligated to put themselves under Jewish ceremonial law, but because he wants to promote unity, goodwill, and understanding. The prevalent perception that Paul was opposed to Moses needed correction. Paul's actions are an example of him being all things to all men that he might win some. He is restraining his God-given freedoms in order to help set other people free through the gospel. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 19 For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to all so that I may win more. To the Jews I became as a Jew, so that I might win Jews. To those that were under the law, as under the law, though not myself being under the law. So that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without law, as without law, though not being without the law of God, but under the law of Christ. So that I might win those who are without law. To the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, so that I may by all means save some. I do all things for the sake of the gospel, so that I may become a fellow partaker of it. 1 Corinthians 9, verses 19-23 The opponents of the gospel make trouble for Paul by accusing him of disrespect for, number one, the Jewish people, number two, the law of Moses, and number three, the temple. Paul will answer these charges in our next readings. Paul would have been killed then and there by the Jewish crowd if it were not for the fact that a commander of Roman troops showed up, having heard that the whole city was in an uproar. Remember, it was illegal for the Jews to execute people. The Roman commander bound Paul in chains and asked the crowd what Paul had done wrong. Their response was like that of the crowd that demanded the crucifixion of Jesus. Away with him, they cried. See the similarity between Acts chapter 21, verse 36, and John chapter 19, verse 15. Now let's go to the book of Psalms, and we come to the final psalm, the grand finale, Psalm 150, verses 1 through 6, and reading today's psalm will be Peter Healy. Let everything praise the Lord, Psalm 150. Praise the Lord, praise God in His sanctuary, praise Him in His mighty heavens. Praise Him in His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with trumpet sound. Praise Him with lute and harp. Praise Him with tambourines and dance. Praise Him with strings and pipe. Praise Him with sounding cymbals. Praise Him with loud, clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord indeed. Here is the climax of the book of Psalms, symphonic praise, and we can praise the Lord that you've completed your journey through the Bible's prayer and praise book, the book of Psalms. There are so many things to praise the Lord for, and there are many ways we can express our praise. Praise him with your voice, with the expressive dances of joy, with the entire orchestra, not forgetting the brass, woodwinds, strings, and percussion. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Now let's go to today's reading from the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 18, verses 9 and 10. Whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. The first proverb highlights the destructive nature of laziness. The second proverb provides a contrast to the aforementioned life of laziness and destruction. Those who trust in God's self-revelation through the Word will find a safe deliverance from misdirected, slothful living. Now let's pray together. Lord, you are worthy of extravagant, full orchestral praise. May every member of your church, as uniquely designed instruments of worship, offer you the fullest praise with joyous abandon, letting out all the stops with their sounds of thanksgiving. Father, we are grateful that we have a worthy king who sits on the throne. We put our trust in you afresh, knowing that you know what is best for us and for generations to come. Like the Apostle Paul, may we be willing to pay the needed price of bearing the testimony of Christ wherever we go. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I trust that by reading and meditating upon today's readings, you have made your soul happy in the Lord. We look forward to continuing our journey tomorrow. And if you have any questions or comments, you can write us at podcast at newlife.org. And again, if you would like to receive a written copy of our commentary with illustrations and maps, you can subscribe on our website and learn of the ministries of New Life Community Church and New Life Fine Arts at newlife.org. So until next time, Shalom. May the peace of the Lord be with you.